0: I'm Michael New, And I'm Jesse Maddox. We're joined here today by Itipon Lakanchua, or Van for short. Van is the former head of Radio Thailand, a dope-ass musician.
1: Wow, you're doing so I was doing
0: so good. Van is the former head of Radio Thailand, a dope-ass musician, uh, translator, and the voice of Paddle Pop the Lion on Cartoon Network. Van, thanks for being on Passion Fruit. Ben, 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 Thanks for
2: my fucking resume.
0: <laughs>
2: are
1: you affiliated with Van Halen at all? Probably, actually. <laughs> with the amount of
2: people those guys have fucked. <laughs> well, <I> mean...
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael New. I'm an actor, producer, writer, and I got a background in engineering.
1: Hey, I'm Jesse Maddox. I'm an editor, musician, and owner of the Best Studio in Bangkok.
2: This is a show about people who are passionate about the fruits of their labor. To passion for it. You you keep a very like concise resume of
0: <laughs> So Van. First question of every show. What's your passion? Well,
2: considering all the things you just listed now, I feel like I can't really say one thing. Anything left? Yeah, yeah. Well, i I'm here for music. I'm here because I out of all the things that I've done, a lot of it's just to pay the bills. Uh but music is well, it's the one thing that doesn't pay the bills for one, so I, d- I definitely do that as a passion. But I've played music since I was a kid. I played in a bunch of bands. Uh, I mean, I should diversify, sure. I mean, when I'm at home, I listen to a bunch of stuff, sure. But like, but the only thing that really, you know, gets me going and really, if you're if we're talking about passion, it's just rock. Like. Give
1: me a cup. Give me two of your bigger influences growing up musically. Well, number
2: one, Nirvana, for sure. I mean, that's that's a standard answer. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I grew up and I got into emo and like hardcore like at the drive in like Glassjaw a lot, Thursday a lot, uh, a lot of those bands. And uh, later I got super into like more like mathy stuff, like uh, Japanese bands like Toe and Light and like Envy a lot. So in the Thai scene today,
0: what what would you say we should look out for? Like what bands should should we we be looking out for?
2: So many. uh, Right off the bat, there's uh, The Ginks, who I love, and I'm always promoting them. I love The Ginks. Yeah, they just came out with a new track, which is great. Uh, I like Howard Gwem's A Boy. They're on Panda. Everybody on Panda's great. Summer Dress is really good. Show show us the shirt. Yeah, the shirt, the Panda shirt. Uh, Shout out Panda Records. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The thing that's unique about this high scene, both good and bad, is that it's so kind of... In it's infancy yeah. that okay you do end up with a lot of bands who you know they're not they're not there yet but at the same time sometimes you see something really pure you know something that like because you know i've obviously i've seen a ton of american bands you know i i'm you know i lived in the states i've been to japan a whole bunch of times i've been down to malaysia and singapore and everything and they have really established scenes and that's the that's the thing There's, i'm not knocking them at all but because of that you your lower tier bands you'll never even see them play you know, because if you're of a certain skill level, you're like, well, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to play shows with these guys. But in Thailand, you can have a mix. You can go to one show and you can have a band that's amazing. You know, like they're pros, and you can have guys who obviously they're 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 out of high school. It's pretty amazing that, like you mentioned, the Ginks.
1: Um, you know, I uh, I played a show. My band played a show with the Ginks. And it and it's it's an honor because they you know we were just we were just coming up just first few shows and these you you see the music videos you listen to the games so you're like these guys should be on,
2: on on TV.
1: These yeah, guys should, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Everyone always says it.
2: the weird paradox of doing music in Thailand is that it's it's both huge and tiny all at the same time all the time for all the years I've been playing music here the scene or music here has never it never felt like it got any bigger but it also never collapses in either. It's weird because if you go to Rock Pub, you know down down the way. I don't go there a ton, but there's a ton of touring bands who are huge bands, and you imagine that they're gonna be playing the stadiums. And they get here, and you read the thing, and they're like, "Oh, they're playing Rock Pub." But Rock Pub, you can host like 200 people, 300 people max there, mm. and it's really weird that like like uh, I went to see a band at uh, not a Rock Pub at uh, at uh, Play Yard on lot Pro. I think they're called Bottled in England or Bottled in something. I, I, I'm sorry if I forgot, but either way. There were these really cool kind of drum and bass duo, rock, drum and bass thing. And then they played to maybe like 20 people that night. And I was talking to them after the show. I was like, hey, you know, sorry, like promotion didn't really work out. But like, but, you know, you guys played really good. And the people who were here really enjoyed it. They're like, oh, it's all good. Because last night we just played to 30,000 people in Europe. Wow. And so that's, but so it's like, it sounds bad for them. But at the same time, if you love that band, you can actually watch a show Mm-hmm. Smack dab In the face Yeah and, and with a lot of times with the, with the bigger touring bands Bands that regularly play To twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 people Sometimes you get A different show You know they, they haven't played In front of 100 people For years
1: Sure What is the name of your band?
2: I was in I was in a band Called DeGaruda I was so in Iray.
1: Okay, I remember Digger Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Way, way, way back in the day, I was in the bank called From the Makers of Casablanca. Before okay. that, I was in a bank called Ghost Story. And so, now I'm currently playing with Low Fat, a uh, hardcore punk band.
1: Low Fat. Yeah, yeah. Hardcore punk. So, are you are you connected with the guys behind us? Connected? Uh, do you know any? I mean, do, I'm sure I are know. Are you aware of this? Yeah, this? of course. I've been here tons of times. Uh, anyone watching this who watched the first episode will remember that there was uh, intermittent.
0: Uh, oh, 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 oh. That was this guy.
2: Well, that that specifically me. That's but, also how my brain works but, all the time.
1: But, but that was kind of in your realm.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It was actually. I mean, it's badass. There's like, there's like 150, 200 people out there, yeah. all just in black. There was some kids too. Yeah, also yeah. in black and face. Well, and paint. the kid, the kids are walking like throwing yeah. elbows and shit.
0: That's where I grew up. <laughs> so I mean, speaking of um, all these bands that you've been in. And you've been on tour with a lot of these bands before. What's the craziest
2: story that's happened to you while you've been on tour? Oh, man. Uh, I don't even know if I can say this, but I was uh, one of the bands. Long story short, not naming names, we were almost killed. It wasn't like an accident. Like Somebody actively was trying to murder us because we had booked the wrong show. Basically, what happened is we, we show up at this venue that we that we really didn't intend to book. There was a lot of miscommunication. We didn't intend to book it, but we felt bad that we booked it, so we showed up at the place, but the venue it it wasn't gonna work, you know and this is, again, this is something that a a better band probably would have handled better. but we show up and like their equipment is it's busted, and it's a tiny little place. and the thing is, it's not even the fact that they're not equipped for us, but we're also like maybe you don't even understand who like what we're gonna do. Like, there's just, like, an old dude sitting, like, with his girlfriend drinking a beer. We're like, you know, we're going to open up, and, and everyone's going to leave, and the owner's going to be pissed. You know, the cops are going to show up, and there's going to be no point to doing this. So we show up for five minutes, and we're like, uh, you know what? There was a misunderstanding. We're going to leave now. We're waiting for the cab on the side of the road. This uh, this obvious gangbanger <laughs> shows up, he walks out, and he's like, hey, I thought you guys said you are going to play some music. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's all good, man. Misunderstanding. And he's like, listen. We don't like it when they make promises to the owner of this bar. You know the owner of this bar. He's 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 influential is the word that this guy was using in Thai. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he didn't you don't want to disrespect him like that. And we're all like, we know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so we walk back into the shop. We're setting up pretty, and this guy's just staring daggers at us. And he's like covered in tattoos, like up the of the side, you no know. Pressure. So, yeah, no pressure. And He's just standing there like. And then we and we start to play. And it's not working, you know. It's it's not like it's it's not like some amazing thing. We 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 play the show, we we play the first song. Everyone's kind of like, it's a novelty, and then we're like, okay, cool. So we did we 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 played a, we played a song. We're gonna go now. He's like, no, no, play more.
1: You'll play it till I say you're done.
2: Yeah, that's literally what happened. I mean, to to the credit of everyone involved, we actually ended up having a pretty good time, and they like bought us a bunch of beers and everything. But like, I had never played under threat of murder before. Did that old dude and his girlfriend stick around for the show? Yeah, they did. They actually bought a CD.
0: <laughs> so you know, maybe maybe they wouldn't have murdered you. Maybe you could have left,
2: and they would have just cried. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we're really waiting for that. <laughs> I, I don't know, them. but yeah, but that was one of the crazier ones. Just because I've never had somebody go like, no, no, no you're gonna play, or
1: else. You could sense the uh, the emergency. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. That yeah. Sense in that moment, being that you that you that that you've been playing in in the environment of metal and punk and 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 grime if you will um would you say that that correlates to the uh, the behavior of the of the
2: no of the no no not at all i mean it's it's super cliche but like all the nicest people i've ever met have been like you know fucking like with the right. <laughs> they got like the spikiest hair they're covering they're those are the nicest people i've ever met all the all the guys that they just hang out and smoke and drink and it was the nicest people I've ever met i mean right. i started playing music when i was 16 you know, and we would go to shows at bars where we weren't even allowed in, mm-hmm. but everyone was always super nice, it was always super safe. It's when you get, like, the outsiders that it starts to get a bit, you know, you the th- people who don't about, know.
1: You think about all the, uh, the, the serial killers in all the movies. Yeah, yeah. He, he's sitting in his room and he's listening to classical music, he's listening to Bach, he's not listening yeah, to fucking all the, all the Hannibals out there. Wow. You know.
2: You, you heard it here, it's the people listening to classical music you gotta watch out for. There's a, there's a method to the madness, yeah. you know, and then you get a bunch of people who don't know what's going on and and that and that and that, that's what happens you know yeah. so
1: yeah I, I was mosh pitting in high school and that was uh, i'll be i'll be you know the, the thinnest guy in there versus you know conan the barbarian and there's no there's no fear yeah i mean you, you can you can see in their eyes that they're not out to kill i mean they might be throwing elbows and, and doing fucking hadoukens at you but uh, yeah. eventually uh, even if they do hurt you they'll pick you up you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. brush you off i mean if
2: anything i hate all the I I started listening to, like, underground punk music right when they introduced the fucking Kung Fu Mosh. Oh, yeah. And I hated it because I was like – and, and 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 like, reversely, they're like, oh, we hate the Slam Mosh kids, you know, the guys who, like, run into each other. Right. But I've never gotten hurt running into somebody versus some kid in front of me just decides to just start throwing <laughs> elbows, and he just smashes me in the face. And I'm like, what was the point of that? I hope it was worth it, Kanye. Yeah, yeah. And I was standing alone, too, so I was like, what's the point? I want to feel 600 pounds of <laughs> of fat loser just pressed up against my face. That's when you know you're part of a community.
1: By the way, the
0: name of my next album, 600 pounds of fat loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the music scene today, um, in order to get really big, I feel like there's been a real push towards having a, a big social media following rather than just, uh, you know, getting big on word of mouth and uh just pure talent how do you think the music scenes changed in that respect
2: i mean i actually think the the reverse in that like nowadays it's shifted back to just being talented you know I, i mean i've had this conversation a lot over the past like you know many many years and i like just with like the same thing with the fucking kung fu mosh i came up just as napster hit you know i before I bought CDs, before I bought tapes, Napster was already a thing. By the time I knew that I wanted to listen to music, you could already download it. So I've been, I've been illegally downloading music since the beginning. But the thing He's is... joking. <laughs> it's okay. We can edit this part out. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll leave it at <laughs> yeah. No, but, the, the, no, but I'm, what I'm going to say and what I keep saying is that me growing up in Thailand, specifically because, because I'm in Thailand, mm-hmm. if I wasn't able to download music... I wouldn't know 90% of the shit that yeah, I know yeah. musically, you know. I've ne- I would have never heard Thursday or Glassjaw. They would never they would have never made it, you know. And and Fugazi and shit, especially them, like because by the time I was listening to music, they were done, you know. And their CDs, what did they press like a thousand CDs in t- through through the course of their whole career or something? Like for all i for all I know, you know. And how many you know thousands of records? Those were never gonna make it here.
1: That's and I think that's interesting because. Yeah, I, I remember the days when I, when downloading MP3s became possible. And, you know, I got, uh, you know, Beastie Boys licensed to Ill MP3s. And I got, all you know, all these classics because it took you a goddamn three hours to get one MP3 to download at the, in the very beginning. I don't know. It late. was always donkey porn at the end. You know, <laughs> <Again>. I, was, <laughs> I was usually actively looking for donkey <laughs> porn, so it's fine for me. But but most people that were there are uh, not happy about that. But, yeah, uh, but it's interesting to say that because, like, you know, if i if i didn't break the law and download all those mp3s then i just wouldn't have been able to enjoy all that music and it's kind of like is it worth uh, coming from the band's perspective all those bands is it worth millions of people not hearing the music uh,
2: and and specifically for 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 me and for the music that i listen to those bands aren't famous now mm. they were never going to be quote unquote big so I mean, if you're Katy Perry, then yeah, of course, there's a certain business model that you have to conform to, and that's great. I mean, I listened to, to Ed Sheeran and, and, and all those people, too, and, and that works for them. And, and there's a certain amount of money that goes into making music like that that you need to make back, and that makes perfect sense to me. But if you're asking about young bands that I listen to and that I feel are stylistically you know, close to me... Yeah. That was never going to happen for them no matter what, even back in the day, you know. Metallica is the biggest metal band in the world. Are they the most metal band in the world? They got metal in their name. They got got metal right in the name. They've also got liquor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, are they the most metal band that existed at the time? Were they the best band that existed during their time and their scene? Debatably, who knows, you know? I mean, so, the fact that any bands, like... A lot of the bands I listen to ended up coming to Thailand and playing and for me watching them and bands that are in Thailand end up touring. How much of that is owed to them just giving their shit away for free? You know, nowadays the model for, for independent bands is let people download your shit for free. Hope, Hopefully they'll come to your show and they'll buy your merch, they'll buy your T-shirts, they'll pay the door prices or whatever. And that's as much as you can hope for. And social media plays into that in that now you can go like, hey, guys, I'm in a band, I make music, check it out. So,
1: I'm curious, you were the head of radio Thailand?
2: Yeah, yeah, I was the... Uh...
0: I wore the shirt just
1: for you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. look at that. How, 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 how I made the shirt. How how did, how did you... I, I like it, it's very Star Trek almost. Um, how did you land that job as a, as, as the head of radio? Well,
2: Thailand? I mean, I, I I live in Thailand, I speak English and Thai, and when I was very young, people were like, oh, can you translate stuff? And before I knew it... Uh, actually uh, the singer of the, the lead guitarist in Degaruda Tapi, he used to be an editor real time, like way way back in the day and he wanted to quit and the only way to quit even till now is you have to find your own replacement he's like can you do it so I ended up there I ended up working there translating editing and yada yada and just like years and years and years later last man standing <laughs> you know yeah. just like out of there's like people they came and went and you know after a while it's just seniority you know I'm not How I'm not way older I'm I was in and out like more than a decade. Oh, wow. You know, like right out of college, maybe like my second year out of college, I started working there, probably like twenty one. So like, yeah, like over a decade by now.
1: So and then, and then you you finally bowed out.
2: Yeah, I mean, I still work there more or less. It's just like in more, I have like a different position, in and that like I'm more of like a consultant or something. It's just like, I don't like the hours anymore. I mean,
0: you're you're like valedictorian.
1: Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: got you. I'm just I'm just an asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, doing all this radio work, a lot of people say radio's like a dying technology. Well, what do you what do you say to that?
2: The, the every whether it's fucking whether it's CDs, MP3s, or whatever, I don't think anything dies so much as just the context or the paradigm shifts. There, we at Radio Thailand, I can say this, you know, knowing behind the scenes, we have a we have a certain demographic that that is ours. You know, maybe it's not the demographic that everybody wants but we have a demographic that still pays the bills you know they right. they you know they still attract ads and everything and and it still works it's just not at the scale that it used to be fine whatever you it's it's in and, and this factors into to to me being a musician as well like even as an independent musician I still understand that at the end of the day it is it is on the it is on the creators to to find the audiences. It's not like, oh, all the audiences are gone. It's because the medium got fucked with it. Well, m- you know, make better content, you know, make content that attracts the audience. And if you can't attract this audience, figure out what audience is still tuned in and start creating for them, you know? And you don't you don't have to if you don't want to but you you shouldn't complain if you're like yeah but I only I only f- uh, my radio station only plays reggae from between 1945 and 1947 and only from this island you know in the Caribbean and then and then and then wonder why nobody's tuning in you know we change our playlists we change our content we change yeah. things constantly it doesn't constantly. sound like everything
0: irie yeah I, I, I just had this mental image of like their one fan, <laughs> dressed he's up like, in period reggae, <laughs> and then they changed their lineup. And he's like, no, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't like it. But tell us about Panda Records.
2: Well, Panda Records, uh, my the band I was in from the makers of Casablanca, we were on Panda Records. This was like probably maybe ten years ago, nine years ago at this point in time. But Panda Records is one of the first and longest-standing independent record labels in Thailand. Okay. And um, they're run by a really cool guy, Pak. Maybe you met him. I don't I know. Have. Yeah, he's really cool in that he's he's, he's in it. He's he's in it for himself, okay. you know, in terms of just he loves it and he, it's a compulsion. And those are the kinds of people that artistically I connect with, you know, that, uh, not, I don't want to sound wanky, like artistically, but I'm saying, like, if a guy shows up and he's going to do it no matter what, mm-hmm. there's a certain... Like, no bullshit. Yeah, there's a certain level of for me where I'm like, cool. And a lot of – like, you know, the thing is a lot of the music Panda puts out, a lot of the music he does, I don't – you know, I've explicitly told him, like, I don't really – I don't dig it. Well, that's the
1: next question I was going to ask is what – what does it cover multiple genres or does it stick yeah, to Yeah, Panda
2: is really, really diverse. They have, like – Hara the Boys like a shoegazer band. Like, they're really loud, really distorted, you know. Uh, but then Pac himself, he does this kind of, like, really trippy improv – Electronic music, you know, it's it's him and and just like a a, a drummer, and they they'll run loops and they'll synth out and stuff like that. So it's really synthy. I
1: think I might have even seen him play, maybe even at Brownstone a long time ago. Probably. I'm not yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then they have uh, they have bands that are just like pop duos, you know. They have those as well, like just straight up pop music. How do
1: how do they find how does how does Pac and whoever else makes the decisions find bands to
2: to? Well, again, the scene is small enough that you, you just play a see show. Them live yeah, like... you just you go to a show. And then they're just there, you know, you you know, you you can go to a show and you can have a hardcore band and then you can have these two guys on acoustic guitars, you know, Like it, that still happens. And so, you know, you go to a show and and because Pac is he he he's obviously he just loves music. He doesn't care about stylistics or whatever, you know, oddly enough, his band is called Stylish Nonsense. But yeah, but, but he's the kind of guy who just he goes like, well, that's good music, you know. Regardless of whatever genre it is, he just goes, "Well, those guys are good or whatever," and then they approach them Respect. and they help them out.
0: So I mentioned earlier, you work for Cartoon Network as a voice actor. How did you land that gig? <laughs>
2: that, it's all everything is goes back to Radio Thailand. The Radio Thailand is just like this womb of, you know, it's just like this gestation of. Because the thing uh, is, you know, it, when you this is completely separate, but like when you live in Bangkok and you speak English and anti, if you're if you're like bilingual, there's only like fifty of us here you know and so at the end of the day when they put out the calls for these things a lot of times companies even if they're even for like something like a cartoon voiceover even if it's purely in english they still want somebody who speaks thai because you have to communicate with the team and everything and the team is not 100 percent you know they're not all foreign they're not all english speaking people it's a thai team producing a thing in english they want somebody you know who's who's bilingual or whatever so the call goes out and and because obviously we're like we're a community of sorts, you know, you, you end up just, oh, yeah, I know a guy, you know. Yeah. So that's how I ended up like somebody just walked in. They're like, oh, my friend is doing a they, they put out a call for, for voice actors. I wasn't even I'm, I'm still not a voice actor, but I didn't I had done nothing at that point. And they're just like, can you go in and do the audition? I went in and, and it worked out, you know, and it's like I'm not a voice actor now, because even with the voice that I do there, I don't even I just show up and I'm me. And they're just like, well, but that's exactly the thing that what, we wanted. What, what is the name of the
1: character that you play?
2: I put paddle pop, the paddle the, pop. the ice cream, the king of the lion king of all ice creams ever.
0: I mean, so that's interesting because, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you remember we first met yeah. working on that paddle pop cartoon, except I was just getting my start in the industry at that point. So, uh, I mean, nowadays, most of the time, yeah, it's word of mouth. People recommend me for stuff. But at that time they had put uh, a post on Facebook uh, an open audition for voice actors um and then i was just one in maybe 200 people who went out and i got lucky and they and they picked me
2: so uh that was yeah, back. you actually do voices and shit i just i, li- oh. I literally talk like this <laughs> no
0: he does he does voices i literally talk does, like this does, i've, yeah. I've, I, I've I, heard I do him do voice. i've do heard you voice. do lots of accents and silly i've done auditions voices.
2: for other cartoons and i've never gotten a single one of them that's how i know i'm like Even though it's just your voice, could you just give
1: us uh, 10 seconds of Paddle Pop, please?
0: Actually, I—I mean, I'm in the cartoon with him, and I play this anthropomorphic. uh, You're a shark, shark, right? Yeah. So we can do a scene. Okay, here we go. Paddle Pop. I need to get to that magic crystal.
2: You're never gonna do it. You're—you're not gonna have the. I'm (laughs) I'm not a scriptwriter either. I'm not an. Ah, yeah, that was great. You see why I don't get. You see, this is
0: why I'm a greater leader than Paddle Pop.
2: You see why I don't get those gigs. <laughs>
1: what would be a suggestion you would give to up-and-coming artists in Bangkok, in right. Thailand?
2: I want to reinforce what I said before: is that like because the paradigms of music have changed so much, and for me, they've changed for the better. A lot of people don't think that, but whatever. For me, from my perspective, as in as a non-label musician it's gotten better so if anything be the ginks just fucking make good music you know just focus on your craft focus on making good music the ginks they've the ginks are a really good example because their rise you know is both ongoing and very gradual and you know i think that at the end of the day no matter what style of music you're doing you just have to become undeniable you know and if you write a catchy fucking track did you hear that
1: no matter what style of music you're doing folks you just have to become undeniable remember that words of inspiration words to live by words nonetheless goals for 2018 and uh, and onward what 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 do you what do you got oh, going on um
2: i'm uh, playing with low fat this year uh, for the foreseeable future it's super hard i'm having a hard time catching up they're super fast and really technical but like um i mean after dick root and ira stopped kind of suddenly for both of those bands i to be honest like right now you're asking me at a weird time because i'm like it's basically like coming out of like a really big relationship but at the same time you know getting out of that like darker phase of like oh shit you know i was i was i was in these bands i really love being in and now i'm not now that I'm kind of like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm just like, well, you know, at the end of the, just like when I was talking about making music, just fucking make music as best as you can. If you enjoy music, just play music. You know, like I don't, I don't really have to have a plan. You know, you
1: are right. It is, and it, it is. It, it's directly like a uh, a relationship. It's like you break up with uh, the the hottest, coolest girl you thought you ever had. You feel like you're you're, you're lost now, but it's just like, go back to your normal life. And you'll run into a new one. Same with a band, and same with uh, any of these things. Just keep working on, on what you know, what you're doing, and yeah. You, you so really if learn. you know,
2: if you really like banging chicks, just, just go out there. Just and go bang out there and just
1: bang and away. Just bang, yeah. Again, you heard it first. Uh, another good line from our friend Van. If you just, if you like banging, just go out and bang, bang.
2: <laughs> this is this is the kind of interview that that the, the, the world's been like.
1: This is what, the kind what, of energy that makes this called passion free. Uh, yeah.
0: Right. So if if our tons of viewers out there There are tons. There there might be tons. We don't know. We haven't we haven't put this up yet. But if they wanna come check you out live, uh
2: where should they do that? I mean, like for me for me personally, because I because I'm, you know, part of the Thai independent music scene whenever people are like oh you know how, how should we support you just go to shows you know you you don't have to support me specifically you know you don't have to try to listen to my shit specifically you can go to Panda Records maybe find a band you like you can find other bands that aren't on Panda Records or whatever like if you're if you're in Bangkok and you're going to shows and you're paying the, the door the door charge or whatever somehow I benefit from no, that that's, you well, know
1: that's 100% true it's, it's support your local artists whether you're in Bangkok or not and and honestly, fork over the two hundred, the three hundred bot. You know, God forbid the four hundred bot, because it's you spend that much on a shitty meal, and yet you're 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 talking shit about spending a little money on a show. Support your local artists for sure. No matter if it is Van or myself or or your friends, uh, because yeah, you're you're helping the whole scene. You're helping artists in general.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yep. I love how I got some side glances there. I do musicals. I'm not. I'm on. I'm like on a totally different wavelength.
2: I'm all about musicals too. It's it's rock and show tunes. Ah. Yes.
0: Everyone has AIDS 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 So, uh, on that note. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thank you very much for coming out, Van. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thank you for tuning in to Passion Fruit.